Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. Straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. R.J. Bell is out. I am Jonas Knox in for R.J. alongside Brad Powers and Steve Fezzik as we take you all the way up until 7 p.m. Eastern time right here on Fox Sports Radio. And, of course, you can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. Guys, great to be back. Brad Powers uh, saw a little bit of college football in, uh, in Honolulu. I was at the Hawaii-Arizona game. But it is good to be back with you and Fezzik here on SOV. Good to have you back, Jonas. We certainly missed you. But I, I got to ask, you know, I mean, not everyone gets a chance to go to Hawaii. Even a guy like my, I bet <laughs> you, you're going there three, four times a year with, with all your vacations. But <laughs> I've never been there. So, I mean, it's the first time you've missed some time here. I, I want to hear it. What how was it in Hawaii, Jonas? Uh, it's different. It's uh, it's very – everybody's at a leisurely pace. And so when you're used to the commutes and all that stuff and everybody's on the rush here, go, go, go. And especially in radio, it's all about timing and clock and everything. So you can't be late. You have to be on time for this. You have to be on time for that. And in Hawaii, they just do as they please. It is, it is the most laid-back vibe. The Uber drivers never go over about 40 miles an hour, which gets really frustrating when you're trying to make a, uh, a 4.30 local time kick 
kickoff to a game. Uh, but nonetheless, it, uh, it was a good time. A uh, lot of sun. A lot of walking around, uh, some carbs, uh, some Kona beer, uh, but a good time had by all. So it was, uh, it was, it was fun to get away for a little bit. But I'm happy to be back. So, and plus, we got football right around the corner. So, who who isn't fired up about this? One quick lifestyle question: Waikiki or the rest of the island? Which you like better? I don't. I mean, each look. You can't go wrong with either. But the North Shore of the island is more of the jungle side, to where it. It. They tell you that's that's where the locals go. You know, go to the North Shore. That's where you get to see real Hawaii. And then Waikiki is more of the busier downtown type style. There's a lot of foot traffic, a lot of people there. You can't go wrong either way. It just depends on what your preference is. So we split it up. We spent half the time on the North Shore, and then the other half in Waikiki, and we were good with that. So maybe All we'll right, bounce no- around to some other islands. Enough with the Jonas Knox lifestyle. <laughs> Let's talk about why everyone's here. Football. Break it down for me. You want to see the Hawaii yes. game, your observations. Yeah, uh, Hawaii and Arizona. First of all, Cole McDonald. Look, I don't want to say that he's as talented as Jay Cutler, but he's got some Jay Cutler in it. My God. Some of the throws that he was making, and 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 he's the quarterback for Hawaii, which has the, uh, the long hair, the dreads, which, by the way, Brad, I don't know, where do you put – uh, Cole McDonald so far. Do you put him in the Timmy Chang class or is he a Colt <laughs> Brennan type style quarterback there for the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors? Wow. Neither yet. Yeah, yeah. He, so Cole, Cole McDonald was throwing, making some of these throws. They were going off receivers' hands. A couple resulted in an interception. And I remember the last throw that he made before they pulled him from the game was across his body into traffic in the middle of the field. Yep. The biggest no-no. And I told my fiance the second the ball left his hands, I just said, "Oh God." She's like, "What?" I'm a watch. And it was picked off. And you knew what was going to happen after that. So they benched him. They brought in the backup. Hawaii went on to win the game. Six turn overs which was crazy uh, to see Hawaii turn the ball over that much people on the sidelines were looking around going what the hell's happening here um, I, it, it finally occurred to me in talking with Dan Beyer uh, who was uh, filling in for Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports Radio before the show I couldn't figure out why Hawaii's sideline switched. So last year we were on the sideline, but it was on the opposite side facing where the camera faces. And I couldn't figure it out until Dan made made an obvious point that I should have realized that at that time they put Arizona in the sun. So the sun was directly on Arizona and that side of the field. And it was brutal. It was humid. It was hot. So some strategic planning there by Hawaii as to where they wanted to line up. And so we were in the shade the whole time. So we could see everything clearly. So every time there was a bad throw or a miss or anything like that it looked like Hawaii was going to run away with it but Cole McDonald kept turning the ball over I was also surprised Hawaii looked bigger than Arizona and I know Kevin Sumlin just got there and I know they're trying to turn things around in Arizona after the Rich Rodriguez disaster and how that ended up but Hawaii looked like a bigger more physical team and it went down to the wire and unfortunately uh, we had a, a, a remake of the Super Bowl and Kevin Dyson reaching for the goal line but unfortunately it came up a yard short so there was that yeah and I mean I agree with you Kevin Sumlin and that could be a quick stay in Tucson uh losing that one and um, history was made Jonas not just because Jonas Knox was on the sideline (laughs) of a game a week zero game right but how about this because you mentioned Hawaii turning it over I didn't get a chance to say this how about this if you're a double digit underdog in college football and we're going back to 1980 this is where all the databases go back almost 40 years now you're a double-digit dog, and you turn it over five times or more. Hawaii actually turned it over six times. Prior to the last Saturday's game, Jonas, those double-digit dogs in those games where they turned it over a bunch, one and 245. Jesus. One out of 246 until Hawaii pulled that. 
that's not a good look for Arizona. You can't beat a team that turns it over six times from a group of five conference fest. Yeah, oh and there's a betting God. lesson from this, and it makes sense. Think about it. If you're supposed to lose by 10 or more points and you turn it over five times, you simply shouldn't win except, except if the line on the game is wrong. And right now, you've got to go ahead and take your power ratings and put an asterisk by them because we really don't know how good these teams are. I, I know, Brad, you made a significant adjustment in your power ratings based on just one game, right? Yeah, I four-point adjustment for me, which is major. So I'm going to say, why, why didn't you do it more? Here's why. Here's what I've seen, Jonas. And I know we're getting into a little bit of the weeds here, and we'll talk hard knocks in a second. But here's what I've noticed from Hawaii. Hawaii's been doing this season opener stuff, exceeding expectations now for about a decade. If you count all the week zero and week one games, Hawaii in the last decades, 12 and one against the number, they're covering those games by 10 points per game. So what happens? They're usually isolated TV games. Everyone sees Hawaii greatly exceed expectations. So everyone bumps them up. Well, since week zero and week one, how is Hawaii doing the rest of the season? Weeks two, three, four, all the way through 12. They're only covering about 38% of the time, Fez. So I'm careful not to upgrade Hawaii too much like the market's done in recent past. Here's the other part. And, and just in thinking about that, I'm glad you brought up the standalone aspect to that game. So you had those two games on national TV. This is probably the biggest audience Hawaii is going to have the entire season. If you think yep. about it, as for it, like I, and, and just in, in not looking at their schedule individually, but normally it's at the end of the night, East Coast time. Everybody's either hammered drunk, they've lost everything, and they're just trying to get back something. So you'll get your degenerate crowd that'll watch Hawaii late games, especially if it's a, a 7.30 kickoff in Hawaii, which turns out to be 1.30 a.m. or whatever time it is, depending on your time zone in the East Coast. But you're honest, it's a standalone game. And I just wonder how many of these standalone games and bad losses Kevin Sumlin can go through and Arizona can go through before people start to go and overreact to, okay, this looks bad. It made us look bad. And then to your point, people overreact the other way and look at Hawaii and where they go based on their season upcoming. I just, with those two games in, 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 and not like the normal week zero where you get some garbage teams that are kind of thrown in there five or six, we only had two this week. So I'd imagine and there's going to be an overreaction one way or the other, not only with Hawaii and Arizona, but also Miami and Florida, Brad. Certainly. I think that's going to be the case. And I think people are going to throw Arizona in the trash. I might have because, I mean, that was almost inexcusable, Fez. <laughs> but the Florida-Miami game, the biggest takeaway from that, and we haven't gotten into that too much in the last couple of days, but, I mean, just the overall sloppiness of the game. But I, I'll say this. We're going to see some sloppy football. This, I mean, just breaking news oh, here. Yeah. This Starting tomorrow on Thursday, the next five days starting tomorrow, we're going to see a lot of sloppiness on college football because they don't have a preseason. And, and let's face it, they've cut back, uh, cut back a lot of the practice as far as the hitting. No more two-a-days in college football. So if you think you saw a lot of missed tackles between Florida and Miami, news for you, you're going to see a lot this upcoming next five days of college football action. Yeah, and by the way, if you complain about the sloppy football you watch in college football this weekend because we've got the four-day bonanza, which we love, which is the quote-unquote official start to the season uh, in college football, like I don't want to hear anybody say, well, how come college football players can get out there with no preseason and they don't seem to skip a beat? Um, watch this weekend. It's going to be yeah. poor tackling. It's going to be turnovers. I mean, you had and Hawaii. Ar- how many turnovers were in the Hawaii-Arizona game? Was there like 10? Like nine Eight. or ten. Yeah, it's crazy. So I just yep. think this is what comes with with being a little rusty, and it's why 
I don't mind when powerhouse programs choose to play cupcakes early on in the season. I do not mind it at all. In fact, I actually get it. So if you're in Alabama and you play uh, 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 Dorito State or whatever it is uh, to start out the season, I have no issue with it because they're trying to work out the kinks. And I know Alabama's got other issues, Brad, that we will get into uh, later on here in the program uh, and a major adjustment made by you when it comes to the upcoming season for the Crimson Tide. Um, Straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so guys, let's get into it. Hard Knocks on HBO, and I'm just going to tell you this. Um, The most lackluster Hard Knocks season I can recall uh, in a long, long time, and maybe in the history of the series. It feels like, and Brad, maybe I'm crazy, Fez, maybe I'm nuts, but it feels like a TV show, and it doesn't even feel like a reality show. There's no substance. I don't see any struggle. There's no drama. It just feels like the Raiders have controlled the narrative all the way along as to how they want to be portrayed by HBO, and HBO's conceded that sort of power because they realize it's an invasive project and you're going to get an inside look at these teams, but this does not feel like any other season of Hard Knocks that we've watched. I don't feel I've gotten an inside look at the Raiders at all. I've got an inside look at the Gruden show. It's all about John Gruden, and there's a reason why Gruden is on that billboard on I-15 right by Mandalay Bay as you're driving into the Strip from L.A. He is the Raiders. i got to tell you, Jonas, I'm waiting to see, like, the coordinators talking. I don't know if the coordinators are sick. They're not appearing (laughs) on the show. There is not one compelling character that I'm watching other than John Gruden. Yeah, I I totally agree. And and there's not even... Look, usually they would spend more time talking about these guys that are, will they make the team, will they not make the team? And they did a little bit of that last night. But, Brad, I haven't really seen any of that. This has been all about John Gruden and knock on wood and how cool of a coach he is and how much he gets along and how much he, you know, he's used car salesmen to some of these players. But it just feels like HBO has let the Raiders determine how the message is going to be portrayed. And because of that, we've seen nothing but positive when it comes to the Oakland Raiders. And Fez, although that may have fooled a bunch of people watching, it hasn't really fooled many of the Sharps, many of the betters that are looking at the Oakland Raiders. What has the market said about the reaction to Hard Knocks? The market is fading the Raiders. I'll go into details, but what's interesting here, Jonas, is so we've seen all four episodes here, nothing but positive about how well the Raiders are doing. They've won all three of their games, and yet what has the betting marketplace reaction been to it? completely disregarding it. If anything, the betters feel it's a distraction for the Raiders. Look no further than week one, the Raiders, Monday night football. The Raiders were laying two and a half a month ago when Hard Knocks started. Well, the Raiders are no longer the favorite. Now the line is pick them against Denver. And you know what, Jonas? The Raiders better win that game because the six games after Denver, they're an underdog in all six. And so you guys, I know, have been very adamant about the over-under win total on the Oakland Raiders. Brad, does this just strengthen your case? Do you feel better about it after watching Hard Knocks? Uh, you know, not particularly. I mean, I'm still all about the under, and it's more about the travel than anything for me. I mean, Oakland is traveling more than any team in the NFL, and it's not even close. It's like five times as much travel as, like, the Jets, who don't even leave the Eastern time zone this year, Fez. I've actually – I mean – got to be frank they've looked better than what i thought personnel wise so in that regard i think that there's been a little bit of an upgrade but i still uh, under six wins because to me it's what we went back to last fall to me it's all about the raiders getting to vegas it's not about the wins and losses right now and i think that's what the tv shows portraying it's all about john gruden that's why he was hired 
as the Oakland head coach to get the Raiders to Vegas. And I'm concerned that it's been such smooth sailing in preseason and that they've won all their games and they really haven't faced any adversity. Knock on wood with me if you agree (laughs) that when the inevitable losing streak occurs, there could be some serious locker room problems. And by the way. Nathan Peterman and this whole John Gruden's love a love affair with Nathan Peterman. Let me just say this. John Gruden does have a success rate with taking quarterbacks who have maybe struggled elsewhere and getting the most out of them, whether it be Rich Gannon, whether it be Brad Johnson. He did some good things with Jeff Garcia. Um, Brad, you pointed out before the show, Chris Sims, I believe, was in a playoff game with John Gruden as the quarterback. So I get all that. But this feels like John Gruden's ego is at play to where John Gruden looks at Nathan Peterman and says, hold on a second. This guy was laughed at. This guy was the laughing stock of quarterbacks. He debuted as a rookie in a soccer stadium and turned the ball over five times in the first half. What if I'm the guy to revitalize that guy's career? What if I'm the guy, if I'm the reason Nathan Peterman becomes a quality NFL quarterback and it feels like he's going to give him as many opportunities as possible and it feels like an ego play with Gruden and Peterman? Well, Peterman, the reclamation project did look good, but I want to caveat it. Two scoring drives on an 80-yard field to uh, win a preseason game against backups does not exactly make you an NFL quality quarterback. Uh, knock on wood if you hear me, Fez. Uh, by the way, uh, as we as we just as we finish up on the uh, on the Oakland Raiders and Hard Knocks, Brad, I, I know that that you guys are going to get John Gruden here, and I know John Gruden's going to be in Vegas, and it, he's already on the billboards, and he's going to be making the right. He's probably going to be the fourth member of the Blue Man Group at one point when he's in Vegas. He's going to run the town, and we get all that. But in watching how he interacts with players, in watching how he uh, he operates as a coach, you actually think that he might be miscast in Oakland slash Vegas with the Raiders. Please explain. Yeah, I just, you know, my mind wanders from time to time, and I try to get it to college because I'm a college guy. I mean, RJ's brand of me is all the college knowledge, but I could just picture Gruden being a very successful college coach. And I started thinking this when I'd watch his QB camp TV show, and just the, his interactions with those young quarterbacks, I mean, made for great TV, obviously, but I thought he just related very well with some of those younger quarterbacks. I think Gruden, because he's so dynamic of, of a personality, and who are the dynamic personalities in college football? It's not the players. It's the head coaches. Yep. Those are the, the rock stars of, of that sport. I just think he'd be one of the better recruiters in all of college football. I think he'd work very well at that level. And I think he's a good salesman. Um, It's why he's able to get along with so many of those players. Look, you can say what you want about how he's being, the message is getting across, but Antonio Brown seems to like him. He seems to be getting along with Derek Carr. So it does make sense from a recruiting standpoint that that would be a strength of his, being able to sell himself and a program to a kid who's got a bunch of other options out there. And and also, look, when you can say, hey, man, I want a Super Bowl. And you can take that to a kid and say, look, this is about you getting to the NFL, right? You want to make money? I want a Super Bowl, all right? I, I had success in the NFL. Come play for me. I'll tell you the secret behind getting to that next level in your career. So I think that also is an advantage that Gruden would have. So, uh, all right, it is straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik in for RJ Bell here on FSR. Uh, coming up next, we have the definitive answer. When do the Dallas Cowboys absolutely have to have Ezekiel Elliott back? We've got the answer for you. Find out what it is next here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home, and you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash CR show. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash CR show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik in for RJ Bell. Coming up in less than 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we've seen a major change in college football. Don't go anywhere. We'll have that for you here less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Before we dive into more of the NFL, we must take it out now live to the Las Vegas Strip. He is in for RJ Bell, our weather correspondent, Bradley Powers high atop aria i believe it's called aria is that the name of the hotel yep, there in vegas right. yeah high atop there i don't know how you got all the way up there brad but nonetheless what is the word from vegas from a weather standpoint hot 
<laughs> so we love bringing the fun of Vegas to you guys each and every day. Temperature on the strip, 110 degrees. Neon's crackling. Back to you, Jonas. Yeah, let me just tell you something. Being in Hawaii last week, they said it was an unseasonably uh, hot summer there. That sort of humidity has got one of those... It, it gives you it gives you that self doubt about whether or not you put on enough deodorant. I mean, we're talking 20, <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes outside the hotel, and you're doing the whole uh, act like you're stretching your arms, but you're pivoting your nose towards <laughs> your pits to see whether or not you're good to go. And then you might have to stop off at like a liquor store and pick up some more deodorant. I mean, it it, it was rough out there. So uh, keep it together uh, and make sure you uh, put on enough uh, to not scare away everybody that you're near on the Las Vegas Strip. All right, from that over to this, guys. As we get back into the NFL, uh, of course, the big story. One of the big stories in the NFL offseason, no Zeke. Ezekiel Elliott still not with the Dallas Cowboys. The season is fast approaching. Now, Jerry Jones was on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. He talked about the benefits of having a fresh Zeke, quote-unquote, that uh, it could be a benefit to have a guy who's not all worn down towards the end of the season when they really need him for a playoff run. Zach Martin was uh, was very high on Tony Pollard, which we'll get into, Brad. Uh, the Cowboys incumbent running back with Zeke not being with the Cowboys or with the team because of his holdout. But nonetheless, here we go. Jerry Jones trying to make the most out of a situation that has not looked good, saying a fresh Zeke would benefit to him, uh, would benefit the Dallas Cowboys. And Brad, he kind of has a point, correct? I think he does. Uh, because, I mean, as you further along in a running back's career, you start worrying about the legs. And we gave this stat out of the top 10 rushers in the NFL last season, nine of them were under the age of 25. Only Adrian Peterson uh, who broke that trend. And, and let's look at Zeke's rushing attempts last year. 304, Fez. I, I know, I mean, the, the workload is going to, at some point, maybe it's not this year, but certainly in the near future, you can't have too many seasons in today's day and age toting the rock 300 times. I think Jerry Jones is on to something. A fresh Zeke. Uh, could certainly help out Dallas, especially when they're looking to make a playoff push. Yeah, and looking back on it, that six-game suspension in 2017 may have helped his legs stay fresh last year. And let's face it, when we look at that Dallas upcoming schedule, I don't think they need Zeke for at least uh, the first couple games here. Yeah, and, and that's funny you brought that up. So we were thinking about, all right, when does Dallas actually have to have Zeke back? All right, because we can say whatever we want about, well, you know, they've got a backup here and they've got all this. And people can talk about James Conner, and he filled in admirably for Le'Veon Bell. That team didn't go to the playoffs. So clearly, Le'Veon Bell was a better running back than James Conner at this point in his career, and he's done more on the field. So with that being said, using this and looking at the Cowboys' early season schedule, guys, we teased it, but Brad, Fez, when do they absolutely have to have Zeke back in order to win games? Week four, when they go at New Orleans, let's look at their first three weeks when they get to host the Giants, and the Giants have all kinds of problems themselves. Week two, they're at Washington and Washington. What's the line on the Giants game, Fest? Giants are Dallas is minus seven, and the reason that this line hasn't budged is that people want to bet against Dallas because Zeke might not play, and they want to bet against the Giants because they have no wide receivers, so it has stayed at seven. Then uh, week two, Dallas is at Washington. That line has stayed Dallas minus three because everyone wants to bet against Washington also with all the problems that they have. And then hosting Miami, the worst team in the NFL, Dallas will be laying probably 10 points by the time that game kicks off. So week four, the hard part of the schedule kicks in New Orleans, Green Bay at the Jets, Philly. And uh, you got to feel Jerry Jones has looked at this and said, you know what? 
maybe if we don't give uh, Zeke a contract and we start out 2-0 and or 3-0, and all of a sudden possibly we can negotiate a little bit better. Yeah, and also, I mean, let's just you know be honest. After that, they've got the Packers, and when you go from three and zero to potentially three and two, then people start to hit the panic button. Then it becomes a bigger story. If it's a bigger story when the season's not going on, just imagine what the story is going to be like. It could mm. we could turn this into Emmett Smith twenty something years ago all over again, to where you need him in to win some games. So you guys are saying week four is when they absolutely have to have Zeke back in order to contend and try and win that game because it'll be at the New Orleans Saints. So so let me ask you this. What is he worth? Yeah, so amazingly, Zeke is the second. He and Barkley are the two most important non-quarterbacks in the NFL. They're only worth one and a half points. That doesn't sound like a lot. But if you strip out all the quarterbacks, and a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL are worth four, five, six, even seven points to the line. But you get away from the quarterbacks. Only two guys in the NFL are worth a full one and a half points. Barkley for the Giants and Zeke for Dallas. So Saquon Barkley and Ezekiel Elliott are the most valuable non-quarterbacks in the league, according to Vegas. Exactly right. And you talked about how important Le'Veon Bell was compared to James Conner half a point difference so you can see how important Zeke is now what has it done to the season win total has there been any movement as far as the outlook on the season for the Cowboys was Zeke still not there and him not being there for the start of the season looking more and more likely the Cowboys have been lined at nine wins all summer long, but I got to tell you, Jonas, the betters are getting worried about when Zeke's coming back because now we're starting to see extra vig. If you want to bet under nine, you could lay a dollar ten a month ago. Now you got to lay minus one thirty to make a hundred extra vig on the under. And now, so when you use the term vig. For people that are new to, to gambling or trying to take it up and, and, and just learning all the terminology and things like that, explain what, what the vig is and why that's important to know when you when it comes to sports betting. That's how much that dastardly bookie charges you to place a bet. So a month ago, if you bet Dallas under nine, you had to risk 110 to win 100. And that's the bet that the sharp bettors have been making. So the bookmakers are saying, you know, we're getting overloaded with Dallas money. Let's go ahead and charge them extra. Currently, the bookmaker is charging you minus 130. You've got to risk 130 to win 100 on Dallas under nine wins. Okay, so from that over to who is the running back right now with the Dallas Cowboys, Brad, Tony Pollard is the guy right now for Dallas. Zach Martin is very high on him. Others have been very high on him. He's performed well in the preseason so far. What do you make of Tony Pollard as a replacement for Zeke uh, for the season upcoming? I like him for a short extended period. And hear me out here. I, I just got done saying that Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott last year, toted the rock, just rushing attempts, not even counting the pass catches, Fez. 304 rush attempts for Zeke just last year alone. Tony Pollard should have some fresh legs. Here's why. Because Tony Pollard was the not the backup running back at Memphis, the third string running back at Memphis. In his entire career, Tony Pollard Every single rush attempt, every single reception, 243 in his entire Memphis career, rushing and receiving. He should have some fresh legs, but I would be very worried. I don't think Tony Pollard's capable of doing what Zeke did last year, and that's toting the rock 300-plus times in a season. That would really concern me if I'm the Cowboys. And so kind of similar to Arian Foster when he played at Tennessee. He didn't play as much because he wasn't the starter, but when he got to the NFL, he didn't have the wear and tear and actually had a, a pretty good and successful NFL career. Mm, yeah, I mean, I could see it definitely because, I mean, the Dallas – Offense line's healthier than what it was a year ago. So, right. I mean, and we've seen 
what, three or four different backs behind this offensive line have really successful seasons so far. So I could see it. I just don't, I mean, if you're expecting Tony Pollard to be the answer for the next, I mean, maybe he can do it this year, but I would have some major concerns about him being your lead ball carrier for the next three, four seasons. I just don't, I don't see it. Darren McFadden ran for over a thousand behind this offensive line. Now it'd be some pieces of, and they got rid of there. Yeah. And and, and they, and they got rid of him right afterwards. Joseph Randall, before he went off, uh, you know, off the deep end with whatever else he was getting into off the field, he averaged like six yards of carry behind that Dallas offensive line. So they've had success with other guys stepping, stepping in there and being able to provide adequate help when it comes to that. But then all the pressure then relies on, 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 Dak Prescott and how the passing game is and so on and so forth. So at Tony Pollard, Brad, you were saying he'll get you by for a little while, but ultimately you're going to need Zeke. And ultimately it's going to be by week four at the saints. If Dallas wants to continue their winning ways early on in the season. Yep, you got it. All right, guys, uh, straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik here in for R.J. Bell. Coming up next, a major shift in college football. Don't go anywhere. We'll tell you what that is here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we will have a best bet, your chance to make a little bit of money on a Wednesday night. Uh, Jonas Knox, uh, Brad Powers, Steve Fez again for RJ Bell here on SOV. And uh, Brad Powers, we heard... Isaac mentioned it in his in his news update. Alabama, a major injury. Dylan Moses out for the season. You are the college football expert. How big of a blow is that for the Crimson Tide? Significant blow. I think outside of the quarterback, Tua Tungavailoa, maybe Jerry Judy, who's arguably the best wide receiver in college football. I can make a strong case that that Moses was the second or third most valuable player to the Crimson Tide this year. Here's a guy that led last year's team in tackles. He's a middle linebacker. He's the guy, if you're watching Alabama football, he's he's the guy doing the calls, making sure everybody's in position. If there's an audible or whatnot, an adjustment in the defense. This is significant, not only because this is a guy that was a preseason first-team All-American, a guy that's going to go in the first round of the draft prior to this injury, but it's also positioned, the one position that, that's kind of hampered Alabama the last couple of years has been linebacker, mainly because of injuries. They can't keep anybody healthy. This was an Alabama linebacker core that's already lost a couple guys this offseason, including another projected starter that's going to miss some significant time. If there was one position that outside a quarterback that Alabama could ill afford to lose, it would be linebacker. I normally wouldn't say this at a program like Alabama because I, I know the narrative is going to be, ah, oh, they'll just roll in another five-star recruit, won't miss a beat. I don't think that's the case in this instance, Jonas. I, I get have Moses worth at least a, a point, and if you downgrade Alabama a point, I have Alabama no longer number one in my power innings, and, and that might not sound like you know much because Clemson just crushed Alabama in the championship game, but just to put it in perspective. I am not had a team power rated ahead of Alabama in four years. Wow. It was the Ohio State team coming off the national championship in 14, returned all that, and ended up sending 10 guys in the first three rounds of the draft. That's the last time I had a team power rated ahead of Alabama. And it goes to this, Jonas. In the last 11 years, Alabama's only been an underdog one time in 127 games. If they happen to match up against Clemson this year, I would have Clemson now favored over Alabama. 
And Fez, you can bet this now in Vegas. Yeah, so Clemson is a two-point favorite here in Vegas over at the Golden Nuggets. Should, should those two teams play? I want to ask you, obviously, you got Alabama and Clemson right there together. How much better are those two teams in your power ratings than your number three team, Georgia? You know, still four or five points better than, than, than Georgia. So it's still, even with this loss of, uh, of Dylan Moses, I mean, Alabama and Clemson are still the, the class of college football. But, you know, it's a significant blow. And it's not only this, but, I mean, also news broke yesterday. Alabama's going to suspend four of their best players for the first half of the Duke game. And, and I'm going to throw to Jonas here real quick. I, I just don't – Alabama hasn't been about a lot of this off-the-field stuff in the last 10 years. That's one good thing Saban's done. It's not like the Miami Hurricanes in the 80s and early 90s, uh, the, all about the U. Alabama's just been about dominant football. I don't know if they're that buttoned up right now. I have some concerns that we might have seen finally, you know, it's starting to fall the Alabama for, uh, dynasty here. Yeah, and, and you know, we'll see how that all plays out. And I know Nick Saban was very adamant about wanting to give second chances to young kids. That was a clip that went viral uh, that a lot of people talked about in recent days. But I, and, and just so people understand why this is such a big deal. So, Brad, you worked for Phil Steele, the college football magazine, which is it's the Bible of college football, correct? Can we call it the Bible? Yep. Is, that, is that fair to say? Yeah, that's and, what and a lot so, of people call it. And, and you did it for a long, long time. So you know college football, and I say this 100% honestly, that you know college football as well as anybody I've ever heard on the radio. And what, what you were saying is that over the last 24 hours with – uh, suspensions or benchings, I guess we can call them, for the first part of the game against Duke in the opener, and an injury to Dylan Moses that Alabama has now down behind Clemson on your power ratings, and it's the first time that's happened in half a decade, according to Brad Powers, who, again, knows college football as well as anybody I've ever heard on radio. Yep, that's exactly yeah. the case here. That, that's and Jonas, you, it's a huge you deal. Be, if you want to be a professional gambler, how about this story? Alabama started last year first half 10 and 0 against the spread i loved that trend and right before the suspension news broke i bet alabama in the first half <laughs> minus 21 and found out four of my key guys are not playing in the first oh, half so what so what is the line moved it was at 21 where is it at now yeah, so drop down to twenty. Literally. Okay, all right. Well, look, I mean, every so everybody pray for Fez. He could really use a break in the gambling world. He hasn't oh, had enough yeah. of those. Every, pray for Fez, everybody. It's, it's like whoa, when, whoa when, is me Fez. When there's an injury in high school football, the cheerleaders hold two fingers up. So during the first half of the Duke Alabama game, hold two fingers up into the sky for Steve Fezzik. He could really use a break <laughs> uh, as he sits on his ivory tower as uh, being a back-to-back -back winner of the Super Contest in Vegas, which is the biggest gambling contest for the NFL. Uh, back Back, uh, back in the day. So let me ask you guys this, Brad. So we see Alabama takes a step back. We see Clemson takes a step up. But it's not just Clemson who benefits from all this. Who else is benefiting from not only what happened with Alabama in the last couple of days, but also what we saw on Saturday between Miami and Florida? I think it's the Georgia Bulldogs. If you look at what we're going to perceive to be Georgia's toughest games for this upcoming season, as far as a line, their shortest line, Georgia's going to be favoring all 12 regular season games, but the shortest spread was the neutral site game, the rivalry game in Jacksonville against Florida. Georgia was about a six point favorite in that game. I gotta be honest after watching Florida play and, and I'm, I, this, I can promise you, this isn't an overreaction. I fully expected Felipe Franks, the quarterback for Florida. This is his now his third year as the starting quarterback. 
I thought he would start. He made some progression last year. I thought that progression would continue. Watching that game against Miami, Felipe Franks, I got some major concerns about Florida's quarterback. I don't think he's good enough to get Florida over the top. So that would be advantage Georgia. And now if you're projecting Georgia into the SEC championship game, who is Georgia's most likely opponent? Well, it's Alabama. And now I've had to downgrade Alabama, losing by far their best defensive player. I think at least on the outside here, Georgia, even though I'm not touching their power rating, but the fact that two of the teams that they are going to play probably this year, I have downgraded those. Therefore, the chances of Georgia maybe winning the national title have gone up a little bit here. By the way, Felipe Franks, that's a great name for a hot dog stand. I just want to put it out there. <laughs> like, think about it. That's a hot, that's a hot name for a hot dog stand. Yep. And, and if somebody wants to steal it, that's fine. Just give me some credit on Twitter or something like that. Felipe Franks, your brand new uh, hot dog vendor in town. Um, not him, but like the name. Or, you know, people get offended <laughs> by that, anyways. All right. So straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik in for RJ Bell. Coming up next, we have got best bets. Your chance to make a little bit of coin on a Wednesday night, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. You remember that, John. My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. (laughs) Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my (laughs) Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. 
And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brad Power, Steve Fezzik in for R.J. Bell. Coming up 10 minutes from now here on FSR. It is the odd couple. If for whatever reason uh, your local affiliate switches over to something else, you can always check out Rob Parker and Chris Broussard. Uh, go to the iHeartRadio app and just search Fox Sports Radio. The odd couple coming up here uh, 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so Steve Fezzik, you are our NFL expert here on Straight Out of Vegas, and we have seen a trend everyone likes to dismiss preseason football and say oh it's not worth anything uh no you know it's getting worse and worse starters aren't even playing but believe it or not to the guys in vegas you've actually learned a lot about the preseason what have we seen especially from a coaching standpoint yeah the one thing in preseason that's held true to form is that coaches who were successful in the past in preseason have continued to be successful specifically Jonas if you did nothing else except for back the most winning coaches in preseason against the spread and go against the coaches who have lost against the spread spread you are 14 1 and 1 betting every one of these games this year and so is it just because some coaches seem to care more than others is is that really what this comes down to that is really the factor. It trumps everything else. And specifically, let me outline them. The four coaches that care, Baltimore, Harbaugh, loves to win. Oakland, Chucky, Gruden, loves to win. Minnesota, Zimmer, a cover machine. And Seattle, Pete Carroll, those are your bet on coaches. Your bet against coaches, Dallas Garrett, who's actually been the one cover this year for the Cowboys. But Atlanta, Quinn, 0-4 against the spread. Anyone who thinks that coach motivation is fairly comparable, well, go back and watch when uh, Quinn put in Danny Etling at quarterback last week. That was a disaster. Uh, All right, Fez. So that being said, your best bet, does it involve one of these coaches falling into that trend? Of course it does, Jonas. We're going to go with, uh, in Zimmer, we trust Minnesota minus three versus Buffalo. Obviously, we're looking to back our successful coaches anyways. But the second key reason here, quarterback rotation, specifically third-string quarterbacks, because we're not expecting much playtime from the first and second stringers. And Minnesota's third-string quarterback, Slaughter, has slaughtered defenses all (laughs) preseason long with a quarterback rating above 130 and three straight games contrast that with buffalo's tyree jackson who has been absolutely anemic in all three of his games in zimmer we trust we bet minnesota minus three all right so you've gotten uh, steve fezzik's best bet for tomorrow that game is the vikings at the bills so you like minnesota minus three brad powers what say you do you also have a best bet you want to hand out to everybody listening here on fox sports radio Let's go to college football tomorrow, Thursday. They call it the Holy War in the state of Utah. I'm going to take BYU plus the six and a half here, and it's mainly a fade against a Utah team that I think is getting too much preseason publicity. Utah in the AP preseason poll, highest ranking ever in school history for Utah. They're in the top 15, and this is a Utah team that, yes, they've beaten BYU eight straight years, 
But BYU has lost those eight games. Seven of them have been by one score or less. So BYU is just a player or two away from having a couple victories here against the Utes. This is a BYU team that should be plenty motivated because they blew a 20-point lead against Utah a year ago, Jonas, at home in a big rivalry game, almost getting a full touchdown here. Give me BYU plus the six and a half. I love it. How does Brad Powers welcome college football into your world from a betting standpoint? He gambles on Mormons. That's the best. I mean, yeah. I love it. Brad Powers going going the holy war route when it comes to uh, week one in college football. Now, that being said, Brad, looking at, at college football and how all these lines are set up, I know we don't really know how good these teams are. We're just going based on a preseason rating. Is it commonplace that a lot of these lines may may be off based on preseason rankings from people that are just voting on what they guess a team is going to be as opposed to having a preseason to look at? No question about it. These are what we call in Vegas the softest lines of the year because we don't have data points on these teams and it's all going off of preseason power ratings, expectations on what we perceive to be these teams to be. Let's face it, Jonas, I don't even think the coaches are 100% confident. They know exactly what they're going to see when these 18-, 19-year-old kids roll out this weekend. Good stuff from Brad Powers and Steve Fezzik. I'm Jonas Knox. Thanks to Sleepy J, Isaac, and Ryan on the board. The Odd Couple is next here on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 